What up, everybody? It's been a minute. It's been a couple of weeks, but I want to welcome y'all to another episode of Whiskey Sour Libations, the conversation, conversations. I can't even talk because your girl is dehydrated, drinking some Pedialyte today. I drank too much last night and... I, oh, okay. I was about to say, what's going on here? Oh, uh, you know, I drank too much last night and then I went out. Well, no, actually I was in Denver drinking. My life is complicated and fun at the same time. I'm your host, Dominique, and that lovely voice that you hear is my homeboy, Beans. Can I call you Beans or are we call we going by government names? Oh, you can call me Beans. I think everybody knows me by Beans. They don't know okay. me by my government name. Okay, well, we ain't saying your government name on here. So that's what I'm going to say. I mean, it's fine. I'm not I, I'm not hiding from nobody. It's fine. You can use my government, but, you know. Well, I, I really just wanted to say at least once on the show, oh, but yeah. Lord. <laughs> yes, yes. That That's the running joke. Everybody gets that one in every other time. Yes, yes. yes. Tell my people about you. You are... Um, you know, like a host, you do a lot of interviews with celebrities. What show do you work for? Where can they read, you know, your interviews, everything? Tell us right now, because I don't want to get messed up and we all on a tangent and we end it and we don't get it in. So I want to say all the important stuff right now. Smart. Um. Well, <laughs> I wear many hats in this industry. Um. I came into this game as a blogger. Okay. Yeah, you, you know, that's when bloggers were cool. I had my own little blog. And then eventually I picked up a camera and then I ran with that. I really fell in love with that and taking pictures of celebrities and cool. It was cool and all, but you find out it really doesn't pay you that well. But I will say it was uh, I always call it like my skeleton key because okay. it opened so many doors for me, especially the one I have right now. So right now. I am men's lifestyle and pop culture editor at I1 Digital, and I work for two websites. I work for Cash's Life, okay. and I work for Hip Hop Wired. And on Hip Hop Wired, I cover tech and video games, another one of my passions. So nice. I do a lot. So right now on Cash's Life, I pretty much handle their entertainment stuff. I cover a lot of junkets and movies and anything cool with black culture as far as style and sneakers and things of that nature and on hip-hop wired i cover a lot of you know not just tech and video games i also cover mess you know your favorite celebrities <laughs> mess so you know i guess that's it makes me kind of invaluable in some sense because i can do so much things yeah so it's it's cool it gets annoying after a while you don't really want to talk about those people all the fucking time but it pays the bills and I'm not complaining. So that's you know, what I'm I obsessed. do. I, I you do know, I'm, I'm here and obsessed and very honored that you are joining us today. And I'm really cool. Oh, you know, it's funny because we were just talking about it's like, man, I haven't seen you in real life. It, I had <laughs> hair. I didn't have blonde hair. <laughs> I was just getting really settled in L.A. We met on Twitter. So we're Twitter friends. And I yeah, feel like yeah. I deserve so much access to you every time you come to LA I'm like yo so you just not gonna say that he's like well I'm staying yeah you be you be upset yo I be like yo when I, you become like you ain't gonna tell me you was there I be like I be I was there for like a day like I didn't even get a chance to hang out myself like if a company <laughs> if a company flies you out or a studio flies you out they literally fly you out so you can be at that junket right in your hotel room and back on a plane back to new york you can't do nothing in between that they don't you're not getting any free time on their dime 
or any anything. So it's not my fault. I'm sorry. I try to explain to you all the time. Like I, I can't hang out. It's not my fault. It's just but the it's Aquarius true. in me. Yeah, just, you know, we're just, both Aquarius. Yeah, we're both Aquarius. And I just be a little selfish sometimes. At least I'm honest about it. And I'm like, ah. Huh. I, I I totally get it. I get it. Um, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. We known each other a long time. I didn't have a beard when you knew me. Like that is true. This was oh my god, clean. It was nothing. You know, I, might, I was I still young. Find, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to find the the photo. That's the cover. You did not. We have one photo together, but it's like we communicate so much. So it just seems like okay. Yeah, that's my boy. That's my friend. So you know, which is really cool. Is that like a it was like a phone booth photo, right? It was like one of the little phone booth photos at that event. I think it was. No, I think we just took one. Um, I don't know. On my, I, I, I don't know. I have it. I, I know I have it somewhere. So, yeah. So, we let's just get, you know, I'm sorry, but this is going to be a pop culture episode. So, we're going to talk about the mess. Well, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So, it's first fine. topic. Drake has now surpassed Michael Jackson on the Billboard charts oh, as far no. as charting. I know, I know. And I feel like this is something that you and I can go back and forth on and that we kind of understand the politics of a lot of things. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of Gen Z kids don't understand because they're re- literally tweeting now as we, we are recording saying that Drake is greater than Michael Jackson. And I just I just want them to understand the concept of the old school billboard charts when you actually had to sell physical copies. Yeah. It wasn't opening an app where you can just loop a song and you might have had a tape, you might have had a record, you might have had a <laughs> CD that was, that was scratching. And it is so I feel like it's not fair. I feel like the the playing field is not fair. It's not. It's not. Um I get it. You know, times have changed mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm not mad at the kids for saying what they're saying. I'm not mad, but I, you know, I'm a little annoyed because they just <laughs> don't understand. They refuse to understand the the nuances to these numbers and things like that. They don't want to hear that. They just want to be able to say that, yo, our artist is the greatest artist of all time. At, take that, boomer. You know, they just, right. they, they get off on that. So it, it's right. understandable. It's cool, but but, you know, I see on Twitter is a big debate going back and forth. And, you know, at the end of the day, like you're not no one's ever going to gain any ground in these arguments. You know, right. You're not going to convince them that they're wrong. <laughs> you're definitely not going to tell Michael Jackson fans that they're wrong. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I, I definitely give Drake his props for what he's able to do. He can he literally puts out the same album every okay. time so here we are and did, did you finish clb because i did not i didn't make yeah. it past okay y'all good for that i did not make it past track three and i, I like Drake. I, I did I, I did i did but at the same time it was definitely a very very long album okay and i like i always tell people when it comes to drake is if you heard one drake album you've heard them all because the man is the true definition of if it ain't broke, <laughs> don't fix it. He's not going to change any. He clearly saying, I'm not changing my formula for my albums, period. I'm going to keep giving you the same thing. And mm-hmm. it, so far it works because he yeah. has a very, 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 very loyal fan base. 
That's a fact. And he knows yeah. who his crowd is and he knows what to give them. He didn't, he hasn't given us that like oh that classic album. I don't think he's given like hip hop that classic album yet. Like a, like Jay's Reasonable Doubt or Blueprint or Nas's Stillmatic or Illmatic. He hasn't mm-hmm. given us that kind of album yet. But his yeah. albums are still worth talking about, though. I don't think he has a classic album in his repertoire at all. And I'm okay. not including, I'm not including So Far Gone because that's a mixtape. He calls it a mixtape. It's a mixtape. He, it he repurposed mixtape. it as an album, but that is a mixtape, and that's what Actually. sold me on Drake. And I had, and I haven't gotten that again from him since. So that's <laughs> what I'm at with him. That's why I'm mad at him. I'm like, yo, you sold me a dream, bro. You gave me this album, and then everything else hasn't even sounded remotely close to this. Nothing. Like maybe you got like there, there's flashes of it, but it's not a consistent thing. Like when you listen to So Far Gone, it's like a consistent. Like he's hitting you over the head consistently. Every other album is like a bop, miss, bop, miss, bop, miss, whatever. And the funny part is with this album, the wackest song on that album is the one that's ringing off right now. It's the <laughs> weakest song on the album. That way too sexy song is hot ass. It really is hot. It's- that's okay. So, like I said, by the time I even listened to it, I only made it to like three tracks. And you know how sometimes like I think it's cool like background music, but I didn't even get yeah. that far. And I was like, oh, I I have to go. And I, t- I turned it off when I got in the car. <laughs> I did not, you know, I didn't play. I played a you playlist didn't, that I you have. didn't give it the pro. You didn't give it the proper car test at all? No, I, I was over it. I, th- I, I literally was doing my makeup, getting dressed to go to a wedding, and then got in the car and did not turn oh, it off. Oh, damn. It didn't even, it didn't even like work as like background noise. That's crazy. That's how bad, you know, see, that's how whack it is. It didn't even but, work as back, background noise. But I'm going to disagree with you as far as classic per se. I'm going to oh, say me, that. Well, <sighs> Okay, I I love Take Care. And where's the one where his head's in the clouds? If you're reading, no, Nothing no, no, no. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Nothing was totally the same. enjoy it. Go back and listen to those albums. I always go back and listen to those albums. I I mm-hmm. like I said, that's just me though. I understand what yeah. you were saying, but it I mean you have to also think like when we think of classic album, we think about the beat, we think about the lyric, the lyricism behind it, what was happening. Mm-hmm at that point in time in our lives. And Mm -hmm. those don't really resonate, but they are a good bop that you will go, that people do go back to and consistently listen to. But as far as anything else, when he got his head out the clouds, I don't know what the fuck happened. I ain't really been... (laughs) I don't know. I'm not, no, you know, I'm not mad at your assessment of those albums. I mean, they're solid albums, but... I, they don't give me classic album because I feel when you have in order to have a classic, it just has to be flawless front to back. Your weakest yeah. songs still have to be able to be, you know, something that still get rings off at a club or something. And, and I get that with you know, I don't know how and why way too sexy is ringing on. Maybe because it's just so stupid, people yeah. like it. I think I don't know. But, Some people yeah. just like it's like a it's like a bad movie. You know, you you can watch a bad movie and consider it really good. You know, like it's, it's called a cult class. It's like a cult classic. 
So I guess that's what it is with this record. You know, there's a lot of men on this on the on social media talking about, oh, this is our anthem. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking for, <laughs> but you but ain't niggas, talking for me. But let's just say it right now. Nigga love niggas love fuck shit and they love future. So anything that this nigga does, that's why oh, yeah. that shit is hot. Because if future wasn't on that track, would we really would Jake had even put that on his album? That's true. You know. I, I commend him for even getting Future to do some shit that's so silly. You know, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, Man, that's it, actually amazing. It's the, it's the fuckboy colony over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'll say this. What was brilliant about this song, though, is he put the video out. And I was like, you know, this video is going to take make this song get even more legs. And it did. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you got people like Kawhi Leonard in there acting a fool. Mm-hmm. You know, you got future acting for you got young thug acting the food you got all these serious people in there acting stupid and it's like <laughs> that's an accomplishment and i'm like yeah. you know what it's gonna give this song legs it is once i saw it, like yo i hate this song still but i love this video i love this video so much because i like the fact that drake is not afraid to be funny have yeah. some personality make fun of himself. I like that about him. He's not always serious. I, I like that about him. He's not one of those rappers that's just always got to be on point. Whatever. Like he knows he knows he's corny. That's yeah. what I like about it. He knows he's a cornball. And he he knows he's just attained his level of sexiness. He knows that. And as he plays yeah. with it so much. And I think that's why a lot of the ladies like him so much too, because he just knows that, yeah, I wasn't always all that. When I first came out, I looked like a thumb. You know what I'm saying? Sing replacement girl, you know? So <laughs> now I'm here. Like, I am this biggest sex symbol on this planet. I'm cool. I'm hip. And I'm from Canada. Holy shit. I got this on lock, man. You name a cool Canadian outside of him, man. Come on. It's a fact. It's J- a fact. Justin Bieber? No, nah, he don't count, bro. <laughs> just, Justin Bieber. I, I just want to take it I haven't forgiven the- Justin Bieber for a long time since oh, wait, that whole racist the- thing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, because he said the N-word. Yeah, the whole the whole run nigga nigga joke with the chainsaw thing. I'm like, man, he, they were like, he was a kid then. I'm like, nah, there was some very, there was some strong conviction when he told that joke. He knew what he was saying. Yeah, you know, okay, <laughs> I'm so not trying to buy that. I'm trying to think, okay. So are we allowed to grow and change? Because I get updates on shit that I was even saying three years ago. And I was like, damn, I was an asshole. Yeah, like, I'm glad yeah, I, I know actually, better than that now. Yeah, I, I see like, you know, time hop reminds me of how ain't shit I was all the time. I'm like, damn, I said that on Facebook years ago. Oh, my God. I, know. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh, when I'm I really like, start popping. I- Look, I, I'm going to have to delete my Facebook when I'm like popping, popping. There are some pictures that I don't want to be seen in with people that I don't fuck with. And it was some fuck shit that I used to say. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, my I said, God. I said, I said, I said some wild you know what? You're right. People are allowed to grow. And, you know, I, I say this. Justin Bieber did probably grow. He seems to be on the right path and done the right things. You know, I, I really just never really like vibe, vibe with him as far as music wise. They were like, yeah. I did like that. Uh, Journals. Not this. Not not journals, oh the God. the one he just dropped with um, what uh, what's that song? Sorry, the album with Sorry on it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that was my. That was okay. That, that was I guess that was like his redemption album, like after. Yeah yeah, journals. and I and I, I fuck. I did. I like fucked that with it. I, I 
I fucked with it a lot. You know, I, I remember I caught myself, I caught myself listening to it a lot. I'm like, damn, why am I listening to Justin Bieber so much? <laughs> like, but um, we are. I like maybe this is what <laughs> Bieber really got me with this one, y'all. Like, this is kind of fire. But um, a believer. That's cute. Maybe, maybe might re- maybe I might revisit journals since everyone keeps bringing journals up, saying like this. That's his. Jo- that's his joint. That's his. Album. That's everyone yeah. I know says journals is the one to listen to. So journals. Just but you right. Song, skip. The, I think that's the song with R. Kelly. So skip that. Oh. Or, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so he should that. actually just remove it. He could actually just remove that off streaming platforms right now. Like I don't even understand why they even d- don't give him no spins. Mm-mm. He don't need that at all. Well, man. well then if Get we don't talk about that, we might as well talk about the fact that he is credited on CLB. I mean, between yeah, him, I, but between him and you know, you know, we're gonna have to talk about our favorite person, Yay. Cause we go back oh, and forth about this this asshole all the time. Yeah, like both that, of them, I'm like, so a, we just so we just promoting abusers out here. That that's the that's see that was my biggest thing with uh COB tune out. Like I didn't catch it at first. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't. But when someone mentioned that, they was like, yo, why does R. Kelly have a credit on this? And what made me even mad about it was how the producer 40 was trying to say, well, you know, he didn't really use him like that. We were just covering our asses and, you know, pretty much saying we was covering our asses and we wanted to make sure we cross our T's and dot our I's and you barely hear it. It was more or less them using a, a mixtape or something like that, right. you know, and they they really wanted to do use the Houston sound more or less, not R. Kelly. It's from some artists in Houston, whatever like that. But at the same time, you know, don't you just know how you just can't read the room at all? This man is currently on trial. He is fighting for his life. <laughs> and I hope he doesn't get it. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> so, and you can't, and you literally said to, you can't say to yourself, damn, I don't think we should use this. Yeah. This, this song won't, it really won't hurt us if we didn't use this song. No, we don't need this at all. You know? Yeah. And they still say, nah throw it on there and then you know to give out that condescending answer as far as your explanation as far as why you did it didn't help matters much either and i feel like i like drake you you're smarter you're a smart man you're not a dumb guy you could have easily said nah yeah take that off we can't have people read credits (laughs) so so i i don't even understand why they didn't think people was going to see that it's like they threw that and they're like hey man nobody's going to notice that no I mean, well, you have people that are like us that are very alert and aware of what's happening. And then you have people and uh, the majority of the civilians are into nigga shit. And mm. I, I, I literally, I had um, someone that I used to be cool with hit me up on my, my blog page asking me, oh, did I delete my Facebook and IG because we were not following each other anymore. I blocked her because the whole Bill Cosby thing. Oh and no. I also know that she almost could have been a victim of a sexual assault. Someone broke into her house. And she's not friend with friends with somebody because of this shit. And just being a person who has been sexually assaulted, uh, sexually harassed on her job, like me. Mm. 
I'm like, when I saw her post about the Bill Cosby thing, like free Bill, Co yeah, free Bill, Bill Cosby, uh, we got you out, R. Kelly is next. So I hit her up, I was like, nigga, is you serious? Is you stupid or is you dumb? Mm. And so she was like, she was serious. I said, okay, cool. And I just removed myself in silence. And she hit me up asking me what happened. She was like, I just want to check the temperature. Bitch, ain't no temperature to check. I don't fuck with Damn. you. Excuse my language, sorry. <laughs> but you know- It's I, cold here, yo. But it, and, and she was like, oh yeah, cause it was somebody trying to talk to you. Well, if they got to send you to talk to me, I don't want to talk to them no way. Cause I'm, a, I'm an adult. So if you was going to slide in my DMs, you should have just did it. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's, it it's is- weird. It's weird. It's sad because, you know, black people, you know, just have this hard time separating the person from the, you know, these figures that they've grown up with and these yeah. figures that they've adored all this time. Like, you understand, you got to, it's hard telling them that, yo, Bill Cosby's not a real guy. Cliff yeah. Huxtable is not real. He's yeah. not real at all. You know, R. Kelly is, at the end of the day, he is like, a, he's just a, a, a figure, you know? Yeah. And, and what you got to understand is the figure itself, he used that mm -hmm. <laughs> to manipulate girls and, and allegedly some boys or, yeah. or a boy, you know, yes. finessing them, telling them that, Hey, I can get your career popping. I can do this for you and do that for you. And all you got to do is this and, you know, and being in the studio doing all kinds of watch. And they, these people just can't seem to get past that. You know, they can't let go of the hits and they can't let go of the Cosby episodes and things like that. You know, I don't want, I barely watch, you know, any more Cosby show. I can't watch it anymore Yeah, because I can't separate the guy from that. It's just, you know, I can't do that, you know, except with his music. I can't listen to R. Kelly's song. And there's a lot of R. Kelly songs I like. And there's a lot of songs that he's featured on that I like. And I'll be like, God damn it, man. You ruined a lot of shit for me, man. Like, yeah. and it's like, but at the same time, I'll just be like, well, oh, well. Yeah. There's other songs to listen to. So it's, I ain't going right. to die. But, if, if, but I feel like I want to be on the right side of history here. And I want to be an ally to people that haven't had allies for right. years and that they're finally getting heard after years of abuse from these people, you know, exactly. and, and after sitting on their stories for years, you know, you know how traumatizing that is like they, they go to sleep and they probably have nightmares about this man, these men hovering over them doing all kinds of wild stuff. And it's just like, can't y'all like sympathize with that? Y'all so worried about these people's music. Like this is where y'all like the hill y'all want to die on. It's actually pathetic. You know, and being on being on Twitter, seeing it, yeah. And there's you always see people caping, especially on Facebook too. It's really prevalent prevalent on Facebook, man. Like when yeah. I be seeing comment sections and seeing like these aunties and uncles in there, and in the barber shops and things like that. But like, a man, lot of just can't. but a lot of people are very predatory and they don't even realize it. And True. we, yeah. and, and especially, we always point that blame at men, but even women. A lot of this shit that I see, especially even out here, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, mm. but also I think that um, it's just a weird way. We live in this culture where people love to victim shame, where yep. we we allow 
abusers to flow, flourish consistently. You know, mm. um, I feel like that's just what we know. And so, and when you come from a place of trauma, you just move through that and you just think it's the, the norm. And it's really yeah. not. And so we don't hold these people accountable. It's funny, um, just, I was ex- trying to explain that to this girl that um, was like my my uncle's like girlfriend's kid. And she has, I think she has three kids now. I think mm. one or two are girls. I know for a fact there is one, but I was just, I was telling her, you know, she was like, y'all, y'all just, y'all just be all up in arms about stuff. Y'all just want to be woke and always got something to say. Y'all could just not, you know, ignore it and blah, blah, blah. I was like, ma'am, you have a daughter. So let's mm. say, hypothetically, let's say you're dating a guy and your this guy touches your daughter and he's a musician and he and he's a big star. So what happens when your, your child becomes the victim? And, you know, of course, there's all this pushback. Well, that would never happen. And I'm like, you just never know. Because you busting it down mm-hmm. a while, but you got multiple baby daddies. So you don't know what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> Right. But it's all but it's also right. like, okay, it, so what how are you going to protect your child? Should that happen? Are you just going to separate the two and just move through listening through this man's music, though you know he assaulted your child? Crickets. I'm following her dumb ass too. Yeah. You know, it's it's wild because I remember when Surviving R. Kelly dropped, and I remember mm-hmm. watching that with the timeline and whatever like that. And you know, I remember tweeting some things and like some people in their response would be like, well, what about the parents? You know, they gave him their kids or whatever like that. I'm like, what do you mean they gave them hit their kid or gave him their kids? Like, th- what part of, don't you see that he's a manipulative monster that yeah. he got, he, he, he sold these kids a dream. Yeah. And kids will lie to their parents and not mm-hmm. tell their parents what's going on so to yeah. get what they want. And a lot of these parents are telling them, like, nah, you can't go there without us. And they yeah. will not tell, listening and doing these things on their own. You know, I get that a lot of parents wanted their kids to be famous and who won't talk to R. Kelly? This is R. Kelly. I get that. But R. Kelly went behind their backs and yeah. talked to their children behind their backs. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, to, to sit there and try to find faults and other things like, well, it's not his fault. It's the parents' fault because they let that happen. They just shouldn't have took the kid to the concert or, you know, you're finding every other excuse except for the main one, the glowing right. excuse. It's R. Kelly. That's it, period. You know, it's, that's not that's it at the end of the day. Why do you have these girls at your studios like that? Why do you have so many girls at your studios? Right. Why are all these people saying these stories? At the end of the day, it's, it's too many people. It can't be a lie. They all can't be lying. You know, right. they all can't be lying. Somebody's telling the truth here. Right. And if you refuse to believe it, you're just being naive at this point. And you're just so enamored with this man and in love with this man and his music and his art that you're willing to ignore the fact that this man is a manipulative, a manipulative monster. Yeah. Period. So it's sad to see people really, really um well, it just it just highlights stand culture within our yeah. within our community, and we just can't seem to let these people make mistakes, even make mm-hmm. egregious ones, and we don't want to hold them accountable for it because when we start doing that, it's an attack on them and whatever, and we hating on them, 
and you just mad and all that garbage. So yeah, it's so it's depressing. It is, but just, what are you gonna do, man? We just hope that the law handles his business when it comes to Mr. Robert Kelly. Because right. it ain't looking too good for him right now. He got people in there trying to play their demos as far as like people as witnesses <laughs> on his behalf. So I'm right. like, yeah, it's definitely not looking good for you, bro. This is who your <laughs> your defense team is bringing here. <laughs> yeah, throw away the key, man. It's it, I think they're gonna bang the gavel on that man pretty soon. So I hopefully, hopefully, because like I said, it, it's it's just, and we understand when you understand and you have people around you that know the law, you can read it uh, and break it down. I mean, just even in the Bill Cosby situation. You know, Bill Cosby only got off because of a deal that was in place. Yeah, on, on the technicality. Because yeah. other than that, if that wasn't a place, uh, I'm sorry. That's where you you don't you don't get to drug people who are probably really willing participants to hook up. Yeah. So, so you're a creep. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. So. I mean, I just, I, I, I think that we, our people as a whole, feel like we're only being held accountable, whereas you have, um, what's the dude, Jeffrey Epstein, that killed himself, that's the whole conspiracy mm-hmm. behind that, and then what's the white guy named Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. Um, yeah, and so, you know, they feel like justice hasn't been served to them, so why is it only be, being like, you know, serve to us so i think that's why people are also trying to give those to a pass mm-hmm. but i'm just not with the shit yeah yeah i mean the the what aboutism is our like the number one excuse so number one go-to excuse when it comes mm-hmm. to defending bill cosby and r kelly like but if they're gonna do it why don't they get these people but like again right. that is not a hill worth dying on like right. at all you know it's just not it's not a hill we're dying on like there are plenty of other people in this world that really deserve your defense yes and you really standing on a soapbox defending them and it's not these people not these people at all because they are legitimate creeps yes period like (laughs) why waste your breath don't even go there and i always tell people that like if i post something and people get in there i'm like i'm not gonna argue with you I'm just going to let you sit here and make a fool out of yourself and you're exposing yourself Mm -hmm. to a lot of women on here. So have at it. I ain't going back and forth with you. Have at it. Go ahead. But be when you start losing friends, (laughs) this is why. Okay. Just tell you, this is why this is the time. This I think more than any time, I think around like since we've been, you know, locked down because of this whole pandemic thing, I've unfollowed so many people and I've unblocked so many and muted so many people because people are just getting on social media and just saying the most wildest things yes. I have ever seen. And I'm like, and there's a lot of people that I thought were smart individuals. Like I really had a lot of, uh, respect you know, respect for and things. And I'm just like, I am just so disappointed in you. Like, I can't believe this. You said <laughs> this. Now you're gonna make me do. I, I, you ever see that? The, the they use the meme of Wesley Snipes in New Jack City, and he's he's about to kill, and he's like crying. Uh-huh. That's me every time. I'm like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to have to do this. 
Right. But now I am my brother's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am, <laughs> man. I'm like, sets me every time, man. I feel so bad. But I've been like, I can't tolerate this on my timeline. I just can't. Because every time you come on my timeline, I'm going to be mad. So get off my timeline and just yeah. get off me. This is the this is the first step. I'm not ending our friendship. I'm not deading our friendship. But social media wise, I don't I need to I see can't. you right now, man. Right. I can't right, right. now. You, you're just saying I write garbage and I just can't deal with you right now. So, you know, it's it's funny that you bring up the pandemic, COVID, and the things that we have seen people say, because in the last episode, <laughs> I had someone that is uh, an anti-vaxxer. Oh, no. Um, and <laughs> I know where we stand on this. And last week, uh, Nicki Minaj had the world up in arms about this. And I really think that we, first of all, I just want to know when you tweeted this, when you read it back to yourself, did you realize how how crazy it sounded? Like, oh, it made your cousin's friend's balls swell up and now he's impotent. And then the, the fiance left him. And I'm like, so you're telling us all this business and you didn't stop to think that possibly that this man had an STD. So I just want to start there. But also I think that when you are a celebrity, or influence or whatever realm that is mm-hmm. when you have influence on people. I think it's socially mm-hmm. irresponsible to tell the average daily civilian to mm-hmm. not do something. Right. And, and low-key, I think that people don't understand. I, I don't know. I went to school for broadcast journalism, so I had to take mm-hmm. ethics classes and media law classes to understand what was happening, what you could and could not say. And I right. think that people forget that with celebrityism, like there's a certain level of things that get taken away. Low key freedom mm-hmm. of speech is one of those. And we mm-hmm. all talk about that all the time. Well, this is America. This is our, our rights and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, a li- when you become yeah. a public figure, I think there are things that you should and should not say just right. because it's socially irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I have been mad at Puff Daddy or Brother Love, whatever the fuck you want to go by, <laughs> since the election. I thought it was it's socially terrible, irresponsible man. for him to tell black people to withhold their vote. Oh. oh, I I agree with you on that. I I've I've got him directly. I I've literally said, man, this is some head ass shit you're tweeting right now. You wait till now. Yes. To get on this. Yeah. His timing is pretty bad, man. But carry on. I didn't I meant to. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Carry oh, no, on. you're fine. You're fine. So I just I want to talk about the fact that us being we know what we are. And I I'm like, hey, do what's good for you. But if you're not going to do certain things that could mm-hmm. potentially help the general population down the line. Hey, take mm-hmm. the measures and steps to protect yourself and the people around Mm -hmm. you. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And so I feel like Nicki Minaj, there are a lot of other celebrities like, yeah, she's right. Like there's some people I'm like, you are, Yeah. you might be a whole, it's a lot of whole tap niggas out here. And- Oh, Tank, (laughs) Tank. 
I can't. I'm like, man, I stand with Nicki Minaj. Like, what are you standing with? I don't understand what exactly. Mario. He was also prior, even before that, he was on like that same nonsense. I'm, I'm questioning these things and all this stuff. I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. Why are they making us take this and all this stuff? I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. But you, know, it, I'll say this. I always tell people when it comes to this pandemic, now it's, you have to, you have to protect yourself or inoculate yourself from two things now. The virus itself mm-hmm. and stupidity. Mm-hmm. There is a, a, a pandemic of stupidity going on now. And it's like outrageous. It's outrageously bad. Right. And I don't consider myself, I won't say I'm a pro-vaxxer. You know, it's, I'm not giving myself a title. I just know that this is something that I've done for years. <laughs> you understand? Right. I've taken vaccines all my adult and young life. I could not walk inside of a school if I wasn't vaccinated. I couldn't play football if I wasn't vaccinated. So I always ponder, like, why do y'all wait till now at the most terrible circumstances to want to be on the stance, to be on a wrong, again, a wrong side of history here? The numbers and math. The math is just not on your side in this argument. Right. There are there are hundreds of millions of people vaccinated. If there was something wrong with this this vaccine, any of these vaccines, you would have known by now. Yeah. So when you get on my you get them you get on these social media platforms, especially celebrities talking about I need to do more. Re- so you know celebrities and athletes, yeah. musicians talking about oh I need to do more research. So you're telling me you're doing more research than the people who researched it and exactly, made the goddamn thing. Exactly. How is that even possible? You know, you can't do any more research than what they're telling you. There's nothing more you can do. Your doctor's going to tell you, listen, take this shit. I'm tired. of. I don't listen. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if, if that doesn't sit with you, there's, there's nothing else. because It's safe. Take it. take it so for you to get on twitter and share a story like that up to my your cousin's testicles your cousin's friend's testicles got swollen (laughs) it was like i was sitting there just like looking at my phone laughing i'm like i just cannot believe she tweeted this i just couldn't believe it was happening in real time so fast and i was on the internet to catch it as i was happening (laughs) and it's the crazy part about it is that tweet is still Still up up there it's not gone it's still there and you know, I know, you know, I'm not saying she didn't get on there and tell people not to get vaccinated. Yeah, she didn't do that. But you so doubt in the vaccine using some head ass information. That's what yes. you did. That was wrong. And what I don't like about Nicki Minaj or what she does constantly is when she's wrong and she gets called out for it. She constantly gaslights and she always likes to pull her black women card at the most convenient time when people get on her ass. And, you know, she did that to Joanne Reed, called her Uncle Tamiana and uh, 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 what's she called? A a homophobe, homophobic and all this stuff. And you attacking black women. And I'm like, no, you you said something very, you said something very stupid. And now you had, you, you got a whole country react to it yeah you know you made your own home country trinidad and tobago 
the, the health minister got on television and had to say <laughs> we had to investigate this stupid claim because of you and yeah. waste resources because of you. You well, you know, because you know the just... cousin, the cousin hit her up and was like, Hey, like you need to call me. And then you even tweeting about that because he knows this nigga had an STD. <laughs> yes. Yes. He was like, you I know, told you wants... that in the family chat, my nigga, not for you to go to run the Twitter and say this bullshit. That, that yo, that tweet was the most Caribbean WhatsApp shit you will ever <laughs> see in your life. You understand? That that is a WhatsApp. What they call chain letter type story, yo. Uh-huh. That's what that sound like. The minute I hit that, I was like, "What in the WhatsApp is this? Is she really doing this?" Yes. And then talking about, I'm gonna t- do up a poll talking about which vaccine do you think I should take? You but, 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 but it Twitter always, followers. It always ends up there. It always ends. Up, okay, well, what y'all think I should do? Well, I thought you was doing no research, sis. I thought you was researching the ingredients on each vaccine well, to see what was going to work best for you. But whatever. Well, first, you are a multimillionaire. You have access to the best health care yep. in the world. Yep. You do not need to be asking Twitter mm-hmm. anything in regards to that. You go right to your health person and they'll tell you, yes, Nikki, get vaccinated. You know yeah. you got to get vaccinated to go on the road. You can't go conscious. You can't do conscious without being vaccinated. So you just literally screwed yourself. You this is all your fault. You did all this yourself. So you should be mad at yourself. Maybe I shouldn't have tweeted that. You know, you tweeted not only your cousin's business. You treat you tweeted Drake's business. Mm-hmm. You know, you put his yeah. his business out there talking, talking about well, Drake was vaccinated, he caught it too. So what's the point? So that's why people was like, Are you doubting vaccines? Because that's what it sounds like. Right. Then you talk about well, I never said that. Like, girl, your tweets are you, you right did. here. You said this. She I never said that. You got and then on top was even she made it even she dug her hole even worse when she got in bed mm-hmm. with people like Tucker Carlson anti-vaxxers you know they're literally holding pictures are up at anti-vax rallies like she's some sort of like hero Hero. to them now because she (laughs) says it you know and it's like this is this is what happens now you are giving these people the person they're looking for you you know what i'm saying because they're still a fringe group of people they're not the majority of people and i tell people all the time like when you're especially black people like when you are so anti-vax do you know who you side with yeah. you side with the people who take horse pace and horse pills yeah that's who you want to side with you know and i just don't and i always look at i just don't understand again why y'all decide to get so dumb in a time of a greater emergency and i was like you know i am so you know you should i'm thankful you should be thankful to the people who got vaccinated because you know they're doing you a favor if you don't want to take it, right, right, you right. should be thanking the person that took it. You should be. It's it's like the weirdest flex of all is them rooting for this thing not to work. Yeah, I like. Do you like you like being in the struggle? The struggle pandemic. You like right. wearing masks all the time. You 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 like not being able to go to the club and stand on couches and smoke hookah. You don't like you like not being able to do that because you don't want to, You can't do your, the nigga things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the, your stance is not going to help bring the nigga things back. It's exactly. not. 
It's not at all. So I've had, I see plenty of friends on another thing. Now this I've, I've noticed that a large number of people saying this now, and it's wearing the shit out of me talking about when Trump runs again, I'm voting for him. You're mad because you got to get vaccinated to go on with normal life. I just don't understand. <laughs> you're mad at Joe Biden t- trying to protect people from you. Yeah, That's what you're mad about. And it's just, it's the most selfish thing I've ever seen in my entire life. This pandemic put on a on a pedestal how selfish people are in regards yeah. to. I've, I've, I got a friend, he's a, he's a DJ. Uh-huh. He should be rooting for, he should be the, he should be rooting for this pandemic because he works in a club. Right. That shit ain't coming back at full right. capacity or in the right. If we don't get out of this pandemic or we get it under control, right. he should be rooting for this. Why are they forcing people to take this? I don't understand. It's wrong. <laughs> what about the freedom of choice? And I always tell him, like, I tell him, you have freedom of choice to you choose, you're choosing not to take it. But do understand that businesses also have rights and freedoms and they have the right to tell you, hey, we're going to protect our workers and we're going to protect our customers and we don't want your unvaccinated ass here. Here. And there is always somebody that's going to replace you. Please believe. Please believe you are not the majority. You are the minority. And when you start affecting my bottom line, you're gone. Do you understand? I, I think, You're gone. We're going to get... When you start messing with people's money, yes, they're going to fire you. And they have yep. every right to. This is a public health matter. Yes, It's yes. not just your life. It's public health. Exactly. This is a highly contagious virus. And it's just not resonating with these people. It's not. It just doesn't. And I'm like, man, this is the magic bullet that y'all been hoping and praying for. You got it and you still don't want to use it. It I always say this is like an open book test and the teacher gives you the answers. Yeah. And you say, you know what? I think you're trying to make me fail. I don't believe you. I'm closing the book now. I don't want to use yeah. these answers. I'm going to guess this entire test. This is the biggest open book test, the easiest open book test ever. And these people are just choosing to fail. They don't want to they don't want to pass it so i i told somebody i hope by 2022 <laughs> we'll be out of this mess because it ain't gonna end in 2021 it ain't i'm home by 2022 so but it's, i i've i've made it my business to no longer uh entertain yep people who feel that way about the vaccine or, or who feel that you know if Trump was around, the man who put us in this position in the first, first goddamn place, place yep. would have made things better and a if he was still who, president. Who is vaccinated? He's vaccinated. You know, so you know, to see black people talking about I'm voting for Trump and all this garbage, it's just like you guys don't get it, man. You don't get it at all. And it's like I have to really protect myself and my mm-hmm. family from not just a virus, but from you, yeah. you know, people I yeah. shouldn't have to protect my family from, from you. It's like, yeah, I want to do all these things, but y'all have no business doing them anymore. Like, yeah. so too bad, you know, y'all want to fight people because y'all can't sit down at a place and all this stuff. And you, and on, the, on top of that, calling it segregation, it's like, this is insulting. It's insulting yeah. to black people. Black, it This is. is not segregation. 
Yeah, this is nowhere near, near that. Yeah. My dad laughs all the time when he sees that. He's like, you know, I he grew up in the South. He went yeah. to a segregated school and he, he laughs every time he hears a young person say that or some white person say that. And he's like, these people have no, idea. no clue what the fuck they're talking about. Yep. And they're just going to keep this thing going. They're going to keep it going. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be this bad. It doesn't. But we here. We're going to be talking like this for, for a, a long time. I, th- I think the um, most of the wildest thing is that people feel as if science cannot advance. And I think that's the most shocking thing. I'm like, hey, it's not not even last year or two years ago, five years ago, 10. I'm like, science, listen, y'all listen, are not giving us a... They buy, they yeah. buy these things every year, right? Yeah. Don't ask no questions, you know? Apple comes, every, seems like every four or five months hey got a new phone for you yeah don't won't tell you if it messages scrambles your brain or nothing they'll put it to the head they'll put in they'll put the wi-fi earbuds in their ears they don't ask no questions but when it comes to science and the medicines and things yep. like that hold up wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. like- no while they're getting while they while they're getting their botox Yep. And their fillers, and they got their breast implants, and you know they get and their ribs taken out. I mean, all kinds of dumb shit they've done to their bodies. But wait a minute here, yep. you ain't sticking that vaccine in me. Get I, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you are not putting no chips in me. You know, <laughs> like, like, and, and I'm like you're I'm, not. I'm like it's so. Uh, I just. You know what? I'm not gonna stay here. I'm not. I'm really not gonna stay here. But- it, it, it's just not about. It's like I said. It's not about being pro-vax or anything. Like you have absolutely every right to want right. to know what's going inside your body. But what I don't tolerate is sharing stupid shit about it. You yeah. know, when the information you need is all right there. And when you start talking about like Nicki Minaj, like my friend's cousin, my cousin's friend or my aunt or my uncle who's a nurse, la, la, la. I ain't going to hear that because I know plenty of nurses and they're all telling me it's bad. Get vaccinated. We're tired. Okay. I have to wash my clothes. I can't go in my house with the clothes I got on. I got to take my clothes off before I go in my house. You know, that's, you know, it's shit like that. I just, it's it's them I feel for. That's what I feel. I feel, I feel for them. You yeah. know, because they endured this for almost two years. Two years. Yep. You know, but you and know, the rest top- of the world has been saying for the longest time. I think we're now really just understanding it, but mm-hmm. you know how selfish Americans are and entitled that we oh, are. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it's so funny because everybody's like, I can't believe you like you, you like France. Uh, they hate Americans, blah, 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 because they feel like we're this and that. And I'm like, well, Y'all haven't really proved what are you <laughs> Man, what, what are you doing here? You know, so, I, it's it's true. It is very, very true. It's just like, it's just so sad how selfish is. people are, it you know, really when it comes is. to this, you know, and it's making me real reassess relationships I have with people, you know, mm-hmm. like I go to my barbershop and it's, just, it's the same garbage. And I'd be saying like, damn, man, don't make me do this. You know, <laughs> this is a sacred bond we have here. Right. You know, and I can't, uh, you know, I'm, 
you're making me realize like are you worth the risk bro like right damn man i'm gonna have to change my barber yo like you know you are in people's faces you know you're, yeah you're talking you have conversations and all this stuff and on top of that you got he's panamanian so whatever and then the, the rest <laughs> of people in there feeding into that Doing, whole yeah. Yeah. You know, I drink my I drink my sea moss every day and my elderberry and all that stuff. I don't need no vaccine. And I'm like, man, y'all just don't watch the news, bro. Like, y'all don't watch it at all. And it's just, it's so like, y'all, y'all should, just so in you your- should be doing that anyway. Like, if you we we know that we do have a health crisis in general outside of yeah. the the pandemic. So yes, you should be taking your vitamins. You should be doing all these things to boost your immune mm-hmm. system. You should want to not die of heart disease and diabetes mm. and so yes i understand that but a lot Absolutely. of you niggas that's not trying to take the vaccine don't fall into that category of this holistic lifestyle a no, lot of y'all if y'all go in there y'all might not be coming out and that's the, the strength you so there's a, a reporter back home and um he reports like on a lot of the stuff at the, the black paper, the, the American, um, Sylvester Brown, and he has consistently been um, covering people, you know, who might've lost a family member to COVID and nobody's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And one of the people they, you know, for whatever purposes, I think they're like Muslim or something. And they, you know, the, the, the husband died. I actually uh, knew him. And so, mm-hmm. Even after that, he asked her, are you going to get vaccinated? And she said, no. When I tell you I was in the comments and I added her and I said, you don't think that that's irresponsible? You guys have two teenage children. So if you get sick and you die. They're kids alone. They're orphans. Yes. I'm like, now that's somebody else's responsibility. Like he had some other kids. I'm like, so now they would potentially have to go live with them or like you said, another family member or become orphan. That's mm-hmm. fucked up to me. I just they don't, they just, they don't think like that at all. That doesn't resonate with them at all. And I, I tell people like, do you understand how many generations of people are gone? You know, a lot of kids are going to mm-hmm. grow up, grow up with no grandparents, mm-hmm. <laughs> no parents, you know, they're not going to have, that honor and privilege I had of having my grandparents around for a good portion of my childhood. You know, that's, yeah. those are valuable lessons mm-hmm. that they're going to be missing out on, you know, and that's, uh, and, spe- and, and their parents will be gone to uh, a lot of people. A lot of kids have lost their parents, both yeah. parents. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And I just, like you said, it just doesn't resonate with them. And I'm, if to the life of me, it's baffling to see that y'all don't care. That doesn't scare yeah. you at all. You know, I always tell people, COVID is just not a physical thing. Yep. It's a mental thing. Yep. And I remember when I when I had it, and you know, thank goodness it was a mild case. I didn't, I wasn't in here. I was able to work through my infection. I literally worked through it. I'm still working and moving like normal, but I did have some crazy symptoms. But but it definitely played ways in your head because you can wake up one way one day mm-hmm. and the next day. You are completely in trouble. Yeah. And I used to go lay down every night thinking like, yo, tomorrow I could wake up and I can't breathe or something. And, you know, that never happened. But 
to see what it did to someone like my dad. My dad is one of the strongest people I know. You know, always on top of his health, takes all his vitamins, all that shit. He was doing all that way before the pandemic hit. And that shit was eye-opening, what it did to him. And I always tell people, like, you know, to sit there and be like, yo, man. I used to sit there every night and be like, man, I hope they hurry up and find something for this. Because, you know, doctors be like, listen, we don't even know what to do. You know, at the moment when it first popped up, doctors be like, we don't know what to do. You know, they, they're trying everything. They're pumping you up with all kinds of drugs. They, yeah. The doctor said, you know, even doctors like, you know, you scared of being experimented on with this vaccine. Imagine how, what happened when you came, come to this hospital. We're going to experiment on you. We're going to try all different kinds of things on you to see if we can keep your ass yeah. from dying. You know, and that don't resonate with y'all. And even the people's personal stories like my own. And that's what pisses me off the most because I have personal stakes in this. Mm. I got, I signed my parents up to get vaccinated so fast, so fast. It right. was not even funny. And I got vaccinated early just on the strength that I used the fact that I was maybe 2% over my body mass index. And I found that loophole and I ran and got vaccinated. <laughs> and when I tell you, when I tell you, I ain't gonna lie, it was a tear in my eye when I got that because literally, this is what we were waiting for. Yeah. This is what people were hoping for. Yeah. It's here. You know, a black woman too helped mm-hmm. make this. Well, at least one of them. And you're not going to listen to her? And I'm like, don't you understand? What, what, what is the history when we don't listen to black women? We always yeah. seem to fail when we yeah. don't listen to her. And this black woman is telling yeah. you, take this shit. I put my heart, soul, and foot in it. Take it, yo, I promise you, ain't gonna do nothing to you. Nah, sis. <laughs> I mean, we you good know, on that's that, a, sis. That's the age old story. We see that time and time again, and it just be like, we look like we told you, we told you. I'm not making that mistake. Black women trying to do something, and I'm gonna listen to them. Not, right. I'm not making that mistake. We they've tried to warn us. They warned us the previous election. They warned us. You better vote for this man. Oh, this woman. You better vote for her. They listen to them. Look what we got. We got four years and shit. And look what we in now. Yeah, it's final it's, year. It's Fi- and it's still final it's still, year. It's still shitty. And it's it's just like <laughs> hey, at least y'all can do is just give, do something to help us all get out of this bullshit. We got issues at the fucking border. <laughs> And then everybody's right. saying, well, have we had the wall? They don't have shit to do with a fucking wall. It's the fact that these motherfuckers think that they can get on horses and crack whips on people. I'm it's just, a whole ass mess. It's just, a mess. And that's, you, that's, you want to know, you know, they, every, you see, they, everyone want to blame Biden. They want to blame Kamala and they want to blame whatever. I'm like, that's Trump residue. Yeah. Do you understand? A lot of people that work in those positions, and that work in those like agencies, that Trump supporters, yeah. they like Rome. They like protecting their border. That's what their that's their life's dream. Yeah. You know, they don't want no legals in here. So you know, I I get being mad at the Biden administration and at the sight of that picture and whatever like that. But do you think that administration wants to do that? No, they don't. I think that the problem with this thing is it's it's. This situation lacks. It, it requires a lot of nuance. It does. It's lo- it's a logistics nightmare. You have a pandemic still going on. 
you just can't process people in and throw them wherever because you want to make sure these people don't have COVID. You want to make sure these people ain't sick. You want to make sure that you have somewhere to store them so you won't have a repeat at that whole shit with the Mexicans and at the border and, and the people, migrants, Mexican migrants being put on t- literally on top of each other in these small ass buildings and locked behind the fence. You know, it's just a logistics nightmare. And I understand the passion and I definitely think it's unacceptable at those people being you know wrangling them up with horses and things like that is not that's not how you treat human beings seeking asylum that's what 99 percent of those people are seeking it's asylum they're trying to yeah. get away from whatever conditions they were in and that's understandable but i do think what people have to understand is it's a logistics nightmare at the end of the day. there's no quick fix to that you just can't take all those people and throw them in one part or you just can't process them all at one time yes some people are gonna have to go back you know that is a fact some people are gonna have to go back home some people are getting processed through the system it's hard the kids are getting put the kids that came here alone alone they're all coming here but at the same time you have to understand that you got to put the kids in the orphanage or put them in a shelter or find them so find their relatives that takes time. It's not a quick fix. And I feel like we live in a society now where people want to see these things resolved like this and just don't understand that, yo, if you were put in that situation, you too would be sitting there with your hands on your head. Like, how am I going to fix this? Right. Do you understand? You know, and, uh, you know, I hope poor Joe hangs on, doesn't have a heart attack because I ain't gonna lie. He's dealing with a lot. <laughs> He's dealing with a lot of shit in his first year or whatever like that. And I'm going to let him solve this problem. I'm not going to sit here and, and get on Twitter and be like, this is your fault. You did no, all that. And whatever but, like that. but you have to also think it's like, it's not even, this goes way back before the Obama administration, Bush. And Clinton's. Yeah, so it, it's just been a snowball of bullshit that's been building up. And now it's just like really out of control. I think one of the issues, the biggest issues that we have um, is with a lot of the laws and the mandates is that there is no, oh, term limits. I don't think Mm -hmm. that people should be in our Senate and in our Congress that are like 80 years old. I don't think that. Oh, I agree. And and people always want to holler ageism, but okay, yeah, that's cool, but the times have changed. So we talk about science and technology evolving. Mm -hmm. The world is completely different how we move from what the baby boomers are doing. And that's how we're in a lot of this bullshit. And I think that that's something that we really need to revisit. Yeah, our our leadership. Yeah, I agree. Our leadership definitely should reflect the changing tide of the nation and the age and the people who are currently, you know, Because I don't necessarily... Right. And I was explaining to my mom, you know, she was trying to um, say, well, because she was older than me, that meant that she was smarter and wiser. And I said, that's not necessarily mm-hmm. true. I said, I understand that that's your old school way of thinking, but you have to think that so much has changed since you were my age and the things that I'm exposed to is it's and, and things that I know you can't even fathom and think of. So I don't think that's necessarily true. And I think that's why we hold on to the and allow these people to stay in these positions 
for such a long time, it's like, well, they were already here, so they kind of know the system. No, you don't. See, you a, fucking it up. But see, here, here's what I'm gonna say about that. This is, and this is where, I. This is why. This is why I feel these people never change over. Or they're never replaced or voted out. You know, if <laughs> if you can vote via your phone, you know, yeah. um, a lot of people be gone. Yeah, <laughs> be, it's no, that it's no true. denying. These kids, uh, it's sad now. That I'm like literally saying that now, but it's true. I'm old man, but these <laughs> kids, they, they don't, they don't. They, you know, all the all the action and all the talk, the talk they do, is on here. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's all on here. And you know who learned that lesson not once but twice? Good old Bernie Sanders. He learned that lesson not once but mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. All his. A lot of his supporters were young. They were all with it. You know, yeah. they liked his old ass. You know, they wanted his old ass in the White House so bad. Right. But I always just say to people, like, you know, Twitter is a microcosm. It's not as big as you think it is. You know, it really does not make that much of the world go round as much yeah. as you think it does. So when you see him always trending and Oh, you know, hashtags like making fun of Joe Biden and hashtags of Hillary, people making fun of Hillary Clinton and all that stuff. That ain't that big of a deal, you know? Because yeah. at the end of the day, there is a group of people who always and faithfully get up, put on their shoes, mm-hmm. grab their canes, and <laughs> walk to the polling station yeah. or get a ride there and and circle in that dot or pull down that lever for their favorite can- their people that they've yeah. known for years yeah. and that's why when you go to polling when you go to polling stations you look at the people that work there all the time yeah. what they look like our what uncles, they look like uncles, your grandmother grandma. your aunt aunt because these are the people who are fact. Because I was supposed to work the polls like a couple of times and they pay you now. But it's just like, I was like, oh, I can't go to, I couldn't go like to the train or whatever. But yeah, like I was, everybody is more mature in age. Yeah. And they're, they're the consistent voting yeah. block. Yeah. They are. These kids are not, they're not reliable <laughs> at, all. at all. And I ain't gonna lie, I was very worried going into this election previous election because i was like man we can't rely on these kids to do the yeah. right thing like like not too long ago y'all wrote in harambe you know and y'all wrote in hennessy and all kinds of you james saint patrick tommy egan y'all was writing all kinds of names in on these ballots because y'all just didn't want to vote for hillary clinton and things like that and you know y'all thought this was a joke and i'm just saying thinking like yeah they're gonna do this shit again you know yeah. they're gonna do this again and 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 to my surprise you know, not a lot. It wasn't a, this. It wasn't like a, a a a groundswell of youth, but it was a good amount of them that said, "No, no, 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 no. We can't take another four years of this man. Yeah. Absolutely not. I'd rather Joe Biden than that guy." Yeah. Do you understand? But at the end of the day, though, Joe Biden knew who was going to take him to the dance. Yeah. And that was evident when Jim Clyburn from South Carolina was like, listen, 
first of all, you know, he did that that really worked too. He listened to his black woman because his black woman told him, mm-hmm. hey, y'all want to win. <laughs> you right. better get Joe Biden. He said that's he says that story today. He's like, my wife told me that she this is who needs to be in office. And I said, when she told me that, that's when I said, I'm going to throw my support behind him. Yeah. And that's what changed. That's what literally carried him to the nomination easily. And everybody yeah. thought at the time Bernie Sanders had it in his hand. And he did. He did because Joe was falling, boy. Like nobody, he, Joe looked like even like that's when they were saying how Barack was like, now, Joe, don't run. Don't do this. <laughs> and he said, now nah, yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. You know? And Clyburn saved his ass. But again, the kids, if they want, things to change you know as cliche as it sounds to them the only thing they're going to get make this change happen and mm-hmm. want to get the things that they want done you gotta vote yeah period yeah and white people know that better than anybody, anybody. Yeah. that's why they have mm-hmm. all the the representatives that they need that's why they got the republicans got the gerrymandering lines and all this stuff because Republicans know they're not the popular party here. Mm-hmm. So you know how you know what they got to do? They got to rig the system, not rig, but you know what? Manipulate it for them yeah. so that they can win, you know? Change the voting districts, you know, or make these stupid laws to make it harder for you to vote. If it didn't matter, right? If they your vote would not didn't be matter, trying to do it. They they wouldn't be making it harder for you to do yeah. it. Yep. They're making it harder for you to do it, you know? And it's just like, I was a young kid and I used to be one of those hard-headed ass kids that didn't want to think that my vote mattered. And I used to look at my dad when he used to tell me, like, he's mad at me to get me to vote. He's like, you better go vote. And I'd be like, you know, suck my teeth at him. But, you know, as you get older and you see like, yep. you know, your parents really put passion into this and really take this duty seriously. Yep. And on top of the stuff you see and learned about, you realize, oh, it's really, really an important thing for us to be able to do. Think about it. Prisoners, yep. people who got out of jail, they can't vote. Can you yep. imagine being, you've, you've served your debt to society, you're free man, and your voice don't even matter yep. at all. You know, that's terrible. So yep. why waste this opportunity? Use it. Yeah. Vote, even if you don't want, even if you don't want to follow the the status quo and go vote for the person you like but yeah. at least vote you know what i'm saying vote because like you said these people are gonna die in these seats that's the how i look at it they they're these are like lifetime appointments you know and it shouldn't be lifetime appointments there shouldn't be yeah. no lifetime appointments on the supreme court yeah no absolutely not people like clarence thomas and and even rbg you know, God bless her, man. She fought to her, her the dying day she breath. Died, yeah. You know, but she shouldn't be doing that. She should yeah. be able to enjoy her old life. She yep. shouldn't be on the Supreme Court. You know, yep. she's literally working out daily so she can work at the Supreme Court. <laughs> no. No, no that, that is absolutely true. And I just think that that's the conversation that we have to have our peers and letting them know because it was it was a lot of people that I had to convince hey this is why this is why and 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 I understand like you're not under 
you don't want oh i don't like any either one of these people that are running i don't care at the municipal level at the local level mm -hmm. is where your shit really you talking about things that's happening in your city the president not worried about that we're talking about your aldermen, your councilmen, your who is your comptroller, who who is going to be your mayor. That's why you need to do it. Yeah, so. yeah. But see, the thing it also comes down to people not knowing how yeah. this thing works and yeah. what's important and what's important. And the the the, the uh, exec, you know, the levels of government, they just don't know exactly how this. They like they think the president could change everything i'm like no, no he can't okay. he cannot you know and like or you have to understand like why can't he do this you know he's like you, it should be you know it should be clear as day right now seeing that how he's trying to get states to do certain things in regards to the pandemic and they don't want to do it yeah. that's to show you right there you know that he really doesn't have as much power as you think he does. Does he think he does? You know, like for instance, I'll never get when Obama first won, mm -hmm. and I'll never get his words. And he told, he literally sat there and said, Listen, this is the first step. The second step is you got to vote in the midterm. Super important. Yes. Super yes. important. Listen to me. I'm telling you right now, all of this we're doing right here won't matter. If you don't vote in the midterms, midterms come, nobody, nobody showed up. up. That man was deadlocked for four years. Do yep. I, and I used to always tell people like they were like Obama did nothing. I'm like, what? You did it was nothing. a miracle he got anything done. Because yep. those those white men did whatever in their power to see that his presidency failed, and they said yep. it. They literally, man, literally got on the news and said it. I'm make, Mitch McConnell said, I'm making it my mission to see that the Obama presidency fails. First, first thing though, when have you ever heard any politician of any party ever say that about yeah. a president? Never yeah. heard that. You know, I've never seen a president be so disrespected as much as Barack Obama was. Oh. I remember watching State of the Union and when a man, one of the, one of the uh, people in there called him a liar. Yep. <laughs> called him a liar. What? Do you never seen we that know, before? But we all, we know what it all boils down to here and we know that it is that's, a huge race thing. And, and, that's, and, and, and I think that that's the conversation that we need to be having amongst our people as well. It's just like, okay, Everything boils down to race. No matter how much I want to stop talking about it and say that it doesn't exist, it's here. And stop saying to it me is. that you don't see color and you don't see, no, that's something <laughs> you see when you see me. Stop fucking playing with me. Stop. So, okay, so now that we've, until people start acknowledging that, we're always going to continuously have the same problem because you're telling me that you don't see color. Okay, well, that's the issue because you don't. And so because of you not seeing that, you can't empathize and understand what me and my people are going through. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you have uh, so many people trying to assimilate to whiteness um, that they forget who they are. I mean, we have people that are like that in our community. So, 
Like, yeah. That's a whole yeah. other the free the the free thinkers. Yes. The, those wonderful free thinkers. We yep. I know exactly who you're leading to, and that he leads that party of free thinkers. Yep. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. West, the leader of the free thinkers, man. That's well, his, that's those is those is people, man. Yeah. They want to be free thinkers. Right. And even as far as him, I just want to say this. It, it, it's similar to the conversation that we had about the R. Kelly situation, because I'm not going to hold you. Um, but I, I just want to say to people that they didn't, that ain't it. I, ju- I just think that we forgot what he has said and what he has done and how detrimental the, his statements have been to our culture. Absolutely. And and I I believe that he owes our community a formal apology. You don't just get to put out a, a gospel album because you know niggas love that shit because they go to Panda to Christianity all the time when they want to <laughs> be forgiven instead of saying I fucked up. Just own that shit and and apologize because I was even shocked that like how Van Latham was even responded and I was no sorry sorry sorry. Yes and yes, man like because you know you're getting confused sometimes, man Jones and man like that. Oh yeah. Respond. Oh, yeah. Responded and was like, fuck, I might have to listen to this and blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, sir, you don't. He said that shit on the platform that you worked at and you had to check him. And right. he was still I, like, I, I was in a, I was in those comments too. I was very disappointed in him when he said that. Yeah. And I was like, bro, is this music really worth it? Like, is this circus? really worth this bro i'm like right. where's your where, what are you standing on where, where's your morals at man like where's that guy that literally got on national television told him no take that back you know like yeah. where is that guy because i don't know man like but you're right it's just it's always funny to me when it comes to mr west because people have be on one energy when he goes off on those wild tangents and be like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't fuck with him and this, that, and there. But the minute he starts pumping out some semblance of new music, the tone around him changes. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, they're all hanging on every word he says. And Oh, he's a genius. And he's, th-, you know, and it's like, you know, yeah, I get it. He is a musical genius. He's given us some great music during his musical career, but Let's call a spade with a spade. He's a jackass. You know, he is a jackass. And, you know, I understand he's battling some mental problems, but that is no excuse for some of the calculated moves he has made. You know, you don't, you don't get on a stage. Okay, I'm sorry. Go go ahead, go ahead. I mean, you you don't, you don't get on a stage talking about you're going to run for president. That's not something like, I've never seen any crazy people do that. You know, anybody battling depression, do that. You don't get on stage, do that. You don't, you don't get on, you don't go to the White House and shake the hands of the enemy. Like you don't do that. Wear a MAGA hat proudly. You don't do these things. You know, where are your friends to tell you that these things are not cool, Mr. West? These ain't cool. And and the sad part is they they enable this behavior, the Pusha T's and all the world. And I love Pusha T, and I wish he would take him by the side and say, "Yo, my brother." You're making it hard for me to rock with you, man. You know, I like your music too, man. I love working for good music. But at the end of the day, you're making it hard for me to defend you. Stop this madness, yo. Yes. Stop. 
you're wrong. Yeah. Just tell them that. Where are these people? They don't exist. They don't yeah. exist. You know, like people, I was like the Kim Kardashian. Well, I always talking about Kim Kardashian is a piece of shit to me, man, because I feel personally like it's not her responsibility to, you know, really like hold this man by the hand, but you're married to him. Mm-hmm. He had you the those, mother of his children. Cha- They're black. Changed. Yeah. Those black babies, his yeah. stances, his political stances, all that shit, they don't apply to your black ass children at all. And you're sitting here walking around now with a mask over your face looking stupid. And you're telling, you really telling us, tell, tell us you're still with this man without directly saying you're still with him. Yeah. That's how you're saying it. You walking around here being at those, yeah, at these stupid listening sessions where he's literally, he is, he's a Trump of hip hop music. And I'm going to tell you why. See how Donald Trump is still finagling money out of these people? Mm-hmm. That's what Kanye West is doing. He is finagling money out <laughs> of these black folk. And they're readily giving it to him for these concerts, for these ugly ass clothes, the shoes. They are throwing out that bread. And he, that's why he's never going to change. Yeah. He, 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 know, he knows when to be black. And yeah. he knows when not to be. You know yep. He's only black when it's convenient, convenient. for him. When yeah. it's not convenient for him, I don't. Nah, I fuck with. I'm gonna go back on my Wyoming ranch, <laughs> and I'm gonna be the. <laughs> I'm gonna be the white man I want to inspire to be. You know, you know that's what he. Is. I want to be that white guy that I came to the Met Gala with, with the blue eyes, looking crazy. I want to be that guy with the MAGA hat on. That's Lord. what he wants. To yeah, be. no, that's absolutely yeah. true. I, That's what I, honestly, to I'm going to say this. I feel like in the sense of Kanye West, for him to probably really understand what's happening and and I don't think it would take one of his friends because you have to also think that they're in the same tax bracket. So True. to a certain extent, uh, you know, maybe not the concern. He's a billionaire. Who fucking knows? But I think it would, it would take a conversation for him to have with like somebody like us that grew mm-hmm. up on that know him from you know like producing and then college dropout to we gonna give you, you this i'm gonna give you life of pablo i'm gonna give you that but anything after that even because even in there there were little pockets where it's just like yo like all right you being a little extra i'm gonna turn another cheek today and then you know like a couple <laughs> months later it'll be something else so we talk about people always saying separating the music but well no, like what you're doing is really fucking up me and my people. But like mm-hmm. you said, like you want our money, you want our dollars, and then you're not fucking with us again. I don't like that. And I think that it would take a conversation with a the uh, some people, like people like us, that really understand what like his influence and what's going on. How in the long mm. run, that shit that you're saying, the bullshit that you're doing is going to fuck up shit for your black ass kids. Like, stop. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I'm like, you know, we need to just go back to old school way, days of artist development. You know, whether it be a politician, a rapper, or actress, whatever. A lot of these people need this development. And let your publicist say shit on your, you know, take your Twitter away. You can't be saying, no, just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And you, if that's all you care about anyway is the money, then let the let your talent and art speak for itself. Because I'm getting mm-hmm. pretty tired of people doing dumb shit and then it's always got to be an apology. The bu- bullshit that the baby did should not even have happened. 
Boosie being able to troll and harass Lil Nas X in 2021 should not happen. And we're not talking about the fact that you made your, your 15, 16 year old son fuck a stripper who is grown. Yeah. It don't yeah. make sense. So that's what I mean. Mark Zuckerberger is not going to give you because you know, this is <laughs> Mark Zuckerberger. He says, oh, confidently. But it's just, it, it, I think that's the thing. I'm like, we y'all worried about what everybody else doing and y'all not helping. Y'all are hurt. Mm. So it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, shut the fuck up and just make your music and be quiet. Sorry. And yeah, I, and I know, like I know. Jordan. And and I'm not Michael Jordan, man. Exactly. And I and I don't believe because everybody I'll probably get attacked for that. Like, that's like you saying shut up and dribble. No, that's not what I'm saying. If you don't know what to fucking say, they always tell us that. Don't say shit at all. Because you what you you are loud and fucking wrong, and I'm tired of it. I agree. I I agree wholeheartedly, man. That's you're 100 percent correct with that. It's it's really dangerous, and I, I think. I think the the big like lesson about our entire conversation is there is some responsibility in the things that these people say. And I, I tried, I told somebody like, I think I was having a discussion with somebody about, uh, I don't know what it was exactly, but it was about a celebrity and what they have, what, how much power or truth their words hold. Mm-hmm. And it was in regards to like, you know, the vaccine and things of that nature. And I, I feel like, you know, they was like, well, they don't, they wasn't meaning like, no, 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 no. You have to understand that when you put words out in a certain way, people are going to hang on to that and people are going to take that as as Mm -hmm. their vindication to how they feel and think that if this person feels this way, like this big name person feels this way, then there must be something wrong with it or whatever like that, you know? And like these, there is a responsibility to the shit you tweet Mm -hmm. and post on Instagram and look at, Look at Carrie Hilson, you know, <laughs> Carrie Hilson. I don't know. Maybe that's why Serge is like, peace, you nah, know, but like, you know, here's the, but, the, but, but that's, that's what we, I was explaining to people. There's a reason why building a platform, trying to build a space where we're having dialogues like this, normally it's over whiskey, dehydrated. Um, mm-hmm. But we, I, I never want something because even people that I am affiliated with, I never want to say something that can take money out my pocket and mm-hmm. my friends pockets right. either, because that right. we see it happen consistently all the time. People get canceled and mm-hmm. black people get canceled quicker than white people. We see that all the time. There's this love, this room of redemption for them where it's not necessarily like that for us. And, you know, cause mm. Karen really first messed herself up with with the beyonce comments i enjoy carrie hilson i think she's a sweet girl i met her a couple times pretty sure the same thing reigns you know it's the same for you but yeah, it, it's just absolutely. that you can't say girl i don't follow her i was like no nah, i can't do this I, i'm like yeah, i let the beyonce shit she, slide and i'm a stand um but she nah, she I'm was cool very tiny convinced hat, aluminum hat. She was ve- she was very convinced that cell phone towers give us COVID man for a good minute, and she probably still believes that. She, and the yeah. other day she shared she shared some book from a literally a, a homophobic guy, and I was like, holy shit! Like he's like on some like gay conversion therapy type shit, and I'm like, you really sharing this man's book? Like, are you are you serious? A lot of your fans are gay. Like, I don't understand. Like. Cause that was the Y'all only niggas you- doing a pretty girl rock. We wasn't doing that shit. I was, I was like, oh, I hate I, this song. I was like, that's why I always loved the famous, the favorite joke when it comes. They were like, yo, 
knowledge is knocking this woman down constantly yes. <laughs> like she i don't i i couldn't believe that she she was putting out there man it, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of you know it's, it's just sad there's a lot of celebrities out here and specifically black celebrities saying a lot of crazy shit in regards to um during this pandemic and it's just like you just look at them like really not you like that meme of uh new york from the uh i love new or i don't know who it was but she always goes not you and just like damn man like yeah from the pete rocks and the i always say hip-hop yeah it is hip-hop hip-hop has a serious anti-vax problem they have and, a serious problem, period, where with misogynistic and, uh yeah, absolutely all, all of that shit. I, I, I'm not afraid to say it or admit it, but they do. And there's a lot of hip hop artists that get on there and say like all kinds of wild shit about this vaccine. And it and it's going by the wayside a lot because they put out good music or whatever like that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, man. I'll say like you said some dumb shit, you know, and it's not even like you know, like with Buster Rhymes, I'm like yo. That shit you said on that stage, wild, problematic, wild, wrong, and you're going to get some black people killed. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I don't understand like that doesn't weigh on your, it weighs on my conscience every day. Like I never want to give somebody COVID. I feel terrible if I gave somebody I, COVID. I literally, you know, like I, I recently had a scare where it really fucked shit up for me. And, I, and, and it's just about the accountability and me encouraging this person. I was like, hey, like, well, if your kid has it, you know, like do da 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 like take care of yourself, but get tested because you were in different rooms, like where they had just been me. And I like I under- I appreciate you telling me certain stuff, but it's just like I there were up I had been in so many spaces since that meeting with you that now it's like spiraling out and and, and it's like prohibiting me. Mm-hmm. I had got I I and 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 I'm going to say this, uh, y'all stop taking those at-home tests. A lot of those at-home tests are giving y'all false positives and false negatives. Please follow up with a healthcare professional to get tested properly because I was a victim of a false positive and went to get, a, no, seriously, I when I got some a certain amount of information, I said, oh, fuck no. I ran out and got an at-home test. Had I not read the reviews and people was like, no, go. Yes. It tells you to go to your medical, you know, provider anyway. That's the next step. Mm -hmm. But everybody was like, yo, I got a false positive twice. That reviews are, I want my $40 back from my FSA. I'm calling that company. But I went to the doctor (laughs) the next day and I got a test and I was negative. And then even today, I had taken a test yesterday, got the results today, it was negative. So there's a lot of things that's happening where the information is not correct. I encourage everybody mm-hmm. to strongly follow up with your healthcare professionals. So, oh, agree, agree. So it, mm. it, it, it's, but it's just like you said, it's, but it's the due diligence. That took time. I couldn't go to work last week thinking that I had COVID. You know what I mean? I, luckily I had my computer, so I didn't get behind. But that first day, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Like, I'm scrambling trying to figure out what I... Because I was going to Denver that Friday. So I had to get figure that shit out. Or I wasn't going. But thank God mm. that I, did, I took the time. But a lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to read and see what's going <laughs> on. They, they, You know, people always had an issue with fucking reading. 
So I don't know what that's even about, but I, I'm just yeah. It it again. It's just it's just so sad to see that you know we've been watching these movies on this situation for so long. We watched so many movies about uh, pandemics and yes. all kind of world ending shit, and we get presented with one. And we're doing exactly the opposite, opposite of what we should be doing. It is like so funny. We, we're still traveling. You know, we refuse to sit still. We refuse to stay at home. We refuse to do a lot of things. And it's just so, so crazy to me. You know, it's like, what part of, again, highly contagious airborne virus don't you get? Like, what part of that is not resonating with you at all? Why, you think that you need to go to Tulum. You know, you got to go to Tulum. Got to go. You know, like I, I it's just it was it was wild to me to see how much people were still traveling when we were in the height of this. Yes. You know, hopping on a plane to like go to Mexico and what that Mexico at the time was one of the worst places you could possibly be during the pandemic because they was not they couldn't burn the bodies fast enough in Mexico at one point, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just I, I for the life of me, I'm like, my goodness. I hope and there's a good amount of us that have learned from this and will take what we did wrong and not make that same mistake again. And uh, the same thing, I hope at the same time, I also hope to have some competent leadership in charge at that time, because, you know, again, the, 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 COVID-19 came at a ripe time. It, yeah. it came at a very, very ripe time. We had a very, very incompetent leader, an incompetent White House, an incompetent government was in charge, you know? Yeah. And that is a perfect storm for something like a virus when the, the messaging is just all bad. Yep. And then Trump, inf- you know, Trump, I hate to go back to him and talk about him because he's in the past, but he literally infected and his people infected key places like the CDC and Department of Health, and, you know, and thank goodness for people like, you know, Dr. Fauci, who tried, you know, for literally, you got this man, this man, and uh, uh, to some extent, certain other people who said some real dumb shit too. But Dr. Fauci tried, he was like, listen, man, you know, <laughs> who do you want to listen to? Do you want to listen to me or do you want to listen to him? You know, right? do you want to drink bleach or do you want to just wear your mask, you know, and stay home and shelter in place? What do you want to do? It's on you because I don't know what to tell you. So, again, like, hopefully when we get out of this Mm -hmm. and, you know, we learn some valuable lessons from this. And, you know, hopefully when our kids and, you know, our future children and my nephews, you know, I fear for my nephews, man. I'm scared every day when they go mm-hmm. to school Same. because, you know, it, it scares the living shit out of me because they go to school upstate New York. Ain't nothing but white people out there. <laughs> and a lot of, and, and that, that is, that is, that is MAGA land up there, you know? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them don't white, the sadly, the kids, the thing with kids is they're a product of their parents. Yep. And they follow whatever their parents are doing. You know, they're they're not pro-vaccine, they're not anti-vaccine. They're pro-dad mom and dad. So if mom, dad don't want to make them wear a mask, and they want to see their smiles, you know, and they wanna they don't want to put that 
they don't want to get vaccinated and things like that. And then they send their kids to school sick. You know, that's the crazy okay. part. They send but them. But that, but, 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 but that's always been the reoccurring theme. Like, our, like chicken pox. And we think about just the common cold. And we always, people always say, oh, send your kids to daycare. Just build, you know, prep for that because you have to build your immune system up because your kids are going to come home sick and that's how you're going to get sick and blah, 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 blah. So it's a reoccurring theme when we, we, yeah. we know how these people are. And, and, you know, just, it's never going to change. So you just have to do what you that's can true. do to protect you and your, the people around you, your family. So, yeah. 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 It also, you know, also puts in, it puts in perspective how we used to move as a people. And we literally would not take a break when we were sick mm-hmm. or whatever. We would literally go to work sick. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't think about it now. Like, yo, because COVID-19 ain't nothing but like a super fucked up version of the cold, right? It is like, because it, it's come from the same family or whatever same family viruses whatever like that and we literally would go to work with a cold like we think nothing of it we'll go to work and we'll blow our nose and sneeze out our desk and cough and whatever like that and we sit there and think like damn man like we could have just literally been giving this shit to each other for <laughs> way before it got yeah. bad yeah and, you know we had no clue Cause you know, to the life of me, when I caught, I was like, "Yo, I don't have no clue where I could have caught this shit from. None." Yeah. And then I think about, I'm like, and I always think back to the time where I started feeling like really crummy, and I'm like, "Man, I think I was literally at work sick, and I had no idea, no idea. I was in my barber's face. You know, I literally remember getting a haircut, and I was like thinking, I'm like, at that time, I was probably COVID positive, and I had no fucking idea. I just thought I had the shits." You know, I just thought I had the bubble guts. <laughs> I didn't think it was COVID or nothing. Yeah. And it turns out to be COVID, man. I'm like, that's wild. I And I had the most wildest symptoms. I had pink eye. I had all kinds yeah, of Yeah, they said that was on one of me. the things, yep. And I was saying, like, what's going on? I, I, I remember calling, I had to, did a virtual visit with my doctor. And he was like, I don't think that's COVID. I'm like, you sure, bro? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. like yeah and, man. and this is that and this was at a, this is the time when like you could it was hard to get a test yeah. it was hard so you had to I, sit there and figure out like you know you had to stay and like just suffer because you didn't know whether it's COVID or not you had to just assume and i remember when we finally got they had opened a testing center not far from it they opened in the sears parking lot Damn. And then we had to, it was a drive through one, and it was the most scariest thing ever. I was like, I cannot believe I'm living through the movie Outbreak. I'm yeah. living it. This is it. I can't believe we're here. People rolling up to us in hazmat suits. This is it. Yeah. Shoving Q tips up our nose. It's like, so and that wild. test really ain't and as I'm, bad as y'all be making it out to be. Like, it's not. It's really it's not. It's really I go, not. It's just typical. It burns. It, when they do it to me, it burns. It burns a lot, but maybe it's not they like something on there. It doesn't. It does. I don't make. I feel like it touches something like in the back that's super sensitive, and whatever. But like, it's not. It's not to the point where I'm like one of those people like, oh my god, and they'd be crying all kinds of shit. I'm like, nah, man, it ain't like that. Like, it's really not that bad. Well, I've had a camera up my nose uh, for because <laughs> they. 
Well, yeah, they were checking to see if I had a deviated septum. Um, I, yeah, I was about to say that. You got, yeah. Oh, uh, you, you was leaking right, like he, that, you? No, I was, dog. Like, it was just so funny because, like, they're supposed to, uh, like, they, I had Q-tips up where they numb the passageways. I can feel all uh, of that shit still. I was like, I don't know what oh, this was. And then I had to pay this. extra for the jail. I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, y'all son, this is the whole healthcare system. A, a sham. <laughs> it is a sham. It's a sham. Shit. But it's, about, it's about to get these It's about to get these fools because they're no longer covering uh, COVID-19 related illnesses now. You're going to have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, so that's they're like, like not. Get it, get it together. Get they're like together. listen they're like there's a vaccine if you don't want to take it that's on you so like you said you got the freedom to choose that we got the freedom to bill your ass we're gonna hit yeah. you with that bill mm-hmm. so because think it was it was unprecedented for these people not to charge you at all for a lot of these things that you was getting you know what i'm saying like yep. there were people getting at least hundreds and thousands hundred thousand dollars worth of medical care it's not cheap to have a tube shoved down your throat and to be in the hospital for months and weeks, oh. it's not cheap. So for them to even do that for free, mm-hmm. <laughs> you because you know they they charge you for any and any little thing that you do inside a hospital. They charge you if you open a pack of crackers. Yep, you're getting charged for and that. Eighty five dollars. <laughs> you breathe the air in there. You're getting charged thousand dollars. You know? <laughs> yes. I, I remember getting a hospital bill. Like it cost me how much for this five minute ride to the hospital? Nigga. Absolutely not. Yes, absolutely not. I'll never take an ambulance ever again. Ever? <laughs> That's like, what Uber for? Shit. Poor uh, Uber. Like, why are you in the back of my Uber bleeding, man? Like, just drive. Just, just give me <laughs> that. I'm gonna tip you one hundred and fifty dollars. I can't. I can't. I'll. I will pay the fine for dirty in your car. I'll pay right. it. To get me there. Yo. Right. It's better than paying this than paying that bill. Look, Trust me. It is. But look, we going to get up out of here. I know you got to get ready for work tomorrow. And I would love to have you back. This was such a great conversation. Oh, absolutely. This was fun. I'll yeah. really come back, man. Yeah. And trust me, I, I, don't, I don't really have to do much to get ready for work. It just literally roll out of bed. <laughs> open up the macbook and that's the only reason why i'm dressed semi-dressed <laughs> is because i had to do some interviews today so yes. you know this is the zoom facade you know this is, is I, I look like a, i don't have on a full steve harvey t- t- uh, canadian tuxedo today but it may oh look like oh my gosh that. hey look i no no words no words that's all <laughs> I, no words with his brunch boot. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't people, mad at the fit. I, you wasn't know, mad I wasn't fit. mad. It's just always, I feel like it's just always something off with Steve. No matter how hard Marjorie try to get him together, it's just always something. When What did it for me, what, what pushed it over the top for me a little bit was the blazer. I'm more of like just the whole you know you get to pair the denim jeans and the denim shirt and, sure, I, and I appreciated yeah. the I appreciated the nice boot he had but it was cool it fit but he went over top with the blazer I like damn you went a little too far man like damn but, son, but would it the be whole Steve thing Harvey without him making it a Steve Harvey suit though it was Dolce and Gabbana and it was custom oh excuse me I had no idea see oh. that I, I'm a guy I don't really go into the details I'm like just looking <laughs> on site I like it just looked good and if I can go get something similar from like H and M, I'm cool with it, man. You'd be surprised. A lot of my clothes are just strictly like 
H and M. People are like, damn, that's nice. We get them H and M, man. Like, how much you pay for that? Ten, fifteen dollars. Like, I did buy a sweater from you the other day, and it was twenty four, and it was like a long cardigan. So I get it. I understand it. Every now, yeah, listen. Every now and then, you find some great wins in H and M, man. That's why I would like to have the whole beef going on. I could not let them go. I was like, if you find me a cheaper alternative, I will gladly join this fight with you. But until then, I am not spending over $50, $60 for no shirts. It's not happening. Yeah, I, I miss climate. No, it's not I, happening. <laughs> I ain't get I'm not getting free clothing. So right. look, like, that's that's one of the goals. I'm like, uh somebody, let me let me get these numbers up. This engagement right. of somebody. <laughs> I, I ain't got that kind of pl- I'm not seated in the clothing apartment. So it's oh my gosh. I gotta I gotta <laughs> corners where I can, man. I got to. <laughs> Well, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Photos by Beans, and on Twitter, it's usually a synonymous thing, but it's the same name with a Z at the end, not an S, with a Z eight three because Twitter shut down my first account. Those bastards. Um, I'm still in the <laughs> process of trying to get that back. It's been a long process. It's been like six, seven months. I haven't had my Twitter account, so. It's like I have to rebuild that shit from scratch, and it's so heartbreaking. Damn. But yeah, they got me over some music, but uh, but it's crazy what the music was. That's the crazy part about it. It's not like it was. It was, of course, it was a Beyonce song, but the thing is, they made it seem like I put the song in the video. Like I'm the one that put the video, the song in the video. It was, in the reality, it was like the video. It was a few years ago. There was like this guy doing prom entrances uh-huh. and he was doing it to form tune into formation. Like he would stand there and like the, the prom dates would come out to formation, whatever, like that. He made like, a like big, lucrative bit. Yes, he made like a whole lucrative business out of it. And I, I was even wondering, like, yo, how could you do this using Beyonce's music? Ain't this like a crime or some shit? Like, I know this ain't right. So I shared the video. I shared it and I got in trouble for that. That was one video. I was like, and another video was like some SNL clip with a, a Simon and Garfunkel song in it. But I'm like, I did not put the Simon and Garfunkel song in the clip. SNL used the song. I got my account shut down by that. Two stupid things. Ooh, I got, I, I, you, you know, I put my stuff on there where I get locked out for. I got locked out on Facebook because I said men are trash. And got to, <laughs> my page suspended. You know, I always was. Uh, Twitter had tried to lock me out one time. They tried to pull some bullshit, and I just was like, "No, I, I." Am, Wait a bit. You can't. You can't say men is tra- men are trash on Facebook. Don't say men are trash on Facebook, y'all. They gonna suspend your account for twenty four hours. No, you know that was that was definitely some man on that's your friend reporting you. That's what that was. Somebody was, reported it was, you. It, it was somebody's comments, but it came like right away. So they flagged it. So I've been flagged before for stuff. So it's like they have like a, a list of words. Strike like, system. Yeah. And so probably whatever algorithm that was that that tracks that stuff and it just, yeah. just shut it down. See that? See, that's the problem. The problem with these things is it's not actual humans doing it. It's just yeah. machines. It's machines. It's machines. Yeah picking things up because like i said these situations if a human looked at it themselves yeah. and would be like oh that's right. not a big deal you know whatever but once the machine flags it 
they don't care. They just whatever. Yeah. Like the whole thing with the record industry, it's a machine that's doing it for the record industry. And it's like yeah. Twitter's just letting them do whatever, run ramp shot and suspending everybody. And it's like, yo, you're going to start alienating a lot of your followers or mm-hmm. users and they're not going to come back because yeah. nobody wants to have to rebuild that kind of following again. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah, it I had really- over 6,000 followers. They're gone. I could, yeah. I I could barely scratch the servers of 500 right now. And the thing was, I've I had a lot of like, like 1200 forever. So <laughs> I, I've been, I've been trying to, you know, I had a lot of business contacts and things like yeah. that. I built up with that and I had a lot of important people following me. And I was like, yo, I can't get them to follow me again. You know how hard that is. You know what I'm saying? Right, you can't beg these people. Right. Follow me back again. They ain't gonna try, they're not even going to see your tweet. That's the crazy yep. part. They're not even going to yep. see it. So Man. again, that's where you can find me. You can find all my work on CassiusLife.com and at HipHopWire.com. And again, if you want to follow me, I mean, if you want, I mean, it's, it'd be cool. <laughs> I, I could use I could use the followers again. It's cool. Um, Instagram at Photos by Beans with a Z, and on Twitter, Photos by Beans eight three. All right, and I will definitely share that in the description of this episode. And y'all don't forget, sell me out these candles. Y'all already did. I did another full restock. I have full inventory. Um, and that oh, is damn. yes, that's same. I, I gotta that, get you, yeah, you do. I gotta give me a candle. Yes, saint-angelus.com slash candles. My my girlfriend got me into candles now. So I'm, I'm going to start getting candles. some candles. I love making them. They're so, it's so therapeutic. It's so is therapeutic. It? Huh? Yes, it is. Once you figure out nah, the science they... behind it, it is very therapeutic. And these are scented candles, right? These are scented candles. Oh, okay. Set yeah. the mood candles. Yeah. Uh, I, I, have, oh, some I, sh- I have one. I, ca- I have a candle that is a limited edition. It's a bigger one and it's 40 and... It is called La Partition, and the description, when you read the description of it, you know, I have to tell you, I'm not responsible for any children that are, that could be conceived while you are burning that candle. Like, my homegirl husband, she was like, I, he enjoys that candle more than me. And she's like, I have to buy, I have to buy another one because he won't, he literally like burned it every day for hours and it's almost gone. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy that candle. And mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have it sent to. I'm gonna have it sent to her house. Okay. So she can hold it at her crib because she doesn't live here in my state. So I'm gonna have it sent to her state. Okay. And when I go there, we'll we'll put the candle to the test to see how how good it works. We'll All see. Right. How it works. All right, boo. Well, thank and you so I'll much. Let you know, like. <laughs> yeah, please let me know. And like always, y'all know I love when y'all send me uh, photos of y'all using it and leaving me a good review so I can put it in my, you know, when I post it. So yeah, man, we trying to get this money. So <laughs> but yeah, y'all, you. thank you so much. And I shall see y'all next week.